SoFi stock has performed so badly, the stock actually got halted from trading. Plus, let's talk about SoFi as they just announced their earnings. Let's get straight into it. SoFi is basically in stock purgatory right now. They've absolutely collapsed like other fintech companies have, as well as other SPACs have in this most recent downturn. SoFi is down over 70% from its all-time highs. It now nearly trades as a penny stock, just above $5 a share. But it's a lot of these microeconomic factors impacting SoFi. We just saw this with other companies such as Upstart, they tanked the other day, PayPal is beaten down. Heck, even JP Morgan Chase, the largest bank in the United States, is down considerably these last couple months. But I've never seen something like this in my years of investing. SoFi was supposed to announce earnings in after hours, but there was actually a leak of SoFi's earnings. And unlike the recent SCOTUS goose chase, the people who leaked SoFi's earnings was... SoFi. SoFi themselves leaked their own earnings. Their earnings actually showed up around noontime on their website with the word test added in the title. It was actually up there for quite some time. It's stuff like this that gets people fired and possibly even investigated for market manipulation. SoFi stock was halted for two hours, so shares were not able to be transferred from one person to the other. So that's really a lack of professionalism. It's definitely not a good publicity look for SoFi. But hey, at least they hosted the Super Bowl winning Rams. It was another bad day for SoFi, down over 12%. But let's at least hope that their earnings were better. Their year-over-year -year members grew 70%, up to nearly 4 million customers now. That's 400,000 more customers than they had just last quarter. I'm sure all that publicity from hosting the Super Bowl and having those SoFi logos all over TV when one third of the US was watching did wonders for this company. This also means more people will be using SoFi's various products as they are the one-stop shop for student loans, car loans, credit cards, savings accounts, place to invest and buy stocks, cryptocurrency, home loans, and much, much more. Their total products used went up 84% year over year, up to nearly 6 million across their various segments. And one of the segments that I believe will be their biggest moneymaker one day is Galileo Accounts. They went up 58% year over year. They now have about 110 million accounts using Galileo's services. Think of Galileo like the Amazon Web Services for banking. This segment provides APIs or application programming interfaces, which is software that allows applications to talk to each other. Galileo gets paid anytime somebody swipes their card or does an ACH transfer. So SoFi overall was flat on earnings per share, bringing in around negative 14 cents a share. They were up though on EBITDA at around $8.7 million. That's a $4 million increase from last year. And they also beat on their revenue estimates as well, bringing in $330 million compared to, to $196 million a year ago, and well above the street consensus of $282 million. While that's all good news, I do have to mention the bad news, and that is student loans. SoFi makes a lot of money when people refinance their student loans with them. Unfortunately, people haven't had to pay back federal student loans in two years. And we're actually in a election year with midterm up in November. And that means we're gonna see a bunch of good old fashioned pandering for the next six months. Typically the party of the incumbent president 
They typically do horrendous during midterm elections. Historically, their party loses big. That's just history, guys, not my own personal opinion. The Joey B administration, they've already extended the student loan moratorium till August 31st, but it's almost inevitable that they're gonna extend that past November. SoFi has already priced this into their guidance. It's estimated that SoFi will lose nearly $100 million in revenue, due to the moratorium being extended. This is also a double whammy for SoFi because his administration also keeps mentioning forgiving student loans, which means even less people will be incentivized to refinance and that means less money for SoFi. But just know eventually the student loan moratorium will get lifted. Oh, and just so you know, there's this whole next generation of kids who will get bombarded with student loans, so there's always gonna be a customer base. Because student loan forgiveness, it's not actually solving the root cause of the problem, but that's going to be a video for another time. It's easy to get tunnel vision here. SoFi stock has absolutely collapsed, but the positive news is this is still a great company and it's growing quickly. The slump in share price means investors can get in at a fantastic entry point. Because honestly, there really isn't any lower for SoFi to go at this point. I hope I'm not jinxing it. But really, there's only one direction left to go, and that is up. If you are a long-term investor like me, it's tough to see your position down thousands of dollars. But remember, the down markets like this are where the million-dollar seeds get planted. The market is pricing SoFi based on short-term news. Q122 had really strong results. They anticipate they will bring in $1.5 billion in revenue this year. And for a company that is currently trading for a $4 billion market cap, that's not too shabby. And let's not forget that SoFi was approved for a banking charter. The government doesn't hand out too many of these bank charters each year. Every year, only a handful of companies get approved for a bank charter. But this gives so much power to SoFi. This means they can do all the Ponzi scheme activity that normally only banks get to do legally, such as lending out customers deposited money. In their earliest days of being a bank, they already have $1.2 billion in deposits and are able to offer high interest savings of 1.25% APY. Another benefit is this helps prevent SoFi from having to reach out to their competitors for more money, which is always a plus. SoFi also acquired Technosys, which is a company that helps traditional banks transform into digital banks. They expect to see this technology platform segment operate at around 20 to 30% margins for the foreseeable future. One thing I am slightly concerned about is how much SoFi is diluting its shareholders. Just in the past two months, they've added nearly 100 million shares, which is about 10% of all their shares outstanding. That's a surefire way to make the share price go down. Now, I do understand a good portion of this was because of the Technosys acquisition, but I always want to be mindful of how much companies are diluting their shareholders. I'm part of a few Facebook and Reddit groups about SoFi stock, and every day I see people crying in there because they put their entire net worth into one stock. Hopefully this is a good learning experience for you and you stop YOLOing. For me, this is a long-term investment. I'm not gonna be selling. In fact, I might be buying even more because I like where this company is heading. Stop focusing on the short-term news or macroeconomic factors and celebrate the big wins like they announced today. That's more members, they have more accounts being used, they have the bank charter, and they posted some pretty strong guidance. 
Remember to smash that like button and to subscribe to the channel. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.